This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. In alhamdulillah, we praise and praise and praise and praise and praise وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله أرسله الله إلى الناس كافة بشيرا ونذيرا فبلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وتركنا على المحجة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها إلا هالك فصلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن اهتدى بهديه واستنى بسنته ودعا بدعوته إلى يوم الدين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أحبتي في الله أوصيكم ونفسي بتقوى الله والإحسان فإن الله مع الذين اتقوا والذين هم محسنون my beloved brothers and sisters in Islam, I remind myself and all of you the importance of praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for indeed He is worthy of our constant gratitude and praise and I send blessings and salutations upon our beloved Master Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We have been created and brought into existence for one noble purpose and that is to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is the one defining quality that one should have. You are a servant and in servitude of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is your purpose, this is who you are, and this is what your life should revolve around and be about. Allah created you so that you may worship Him. And your whole life should be dedicated to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like Allah says in the Quran, وَعْبُدْ رَبَّكَ حَتَّى يَأْتِيَكَ الْيَقِينَ Worship your Lord until the certainty comes to you which is death. So being a servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, being a abid, a worshipper, is something that should be in front of everything else about you. You are a worshipper of Allah before you are a parent, before you are a son, before you are an engineer or a medical doctor or whatever else that you may identify yourself as or are. Number one is you are an abd to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it is the most noble quality in you. For when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was praising our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he would refer to him as his abd. Praise is to Allah, the one who has revealed upon his slave, upon his servant, upon his abd, the book. So you are an abd to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, meaning you should be engaged in worship and you should make your whole life about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is how you go to Jannah and we all want to go to Jannah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all take us there and forgive our sins. Now there are certain things that can help you become a better abd, a better worshipper. 
And the first one, ikhwani fillah, is that you find within yourself true determination and uh, a, a, to push yourself beyond what the shaitan wants you to do or satisfies you with. Push yourself because you know about all of the good things you can potentially be involved in, yet you are not. And something is anchoring you. Something is pushing you back. And this is why you need azimah. You need determination. You may have saved up the money to go to hajj, but somehow you're still not doing it. You may be able to go and call that relative, and you know Allah will reward you, but somehow you're not doing it. You know you can read more Quran. You know you can pray more, attend to the mosque, attend the mosque more, and learn your deen. And you can do so many good things, but something is holding you back. Yourself, your nafs, the shaitan, society. You can mention all of these things, but it is your responsibility to push yourself. And have that determination. The knowledge only is not enough. We all know hajj is obligatory upon us. And hajj is coming soon and is coming close. Yet we are saving money to go on holidays or to do other things. Because you haven't found within yourself that push. I am going to put my creator first. I am going to be a abd first. I'm going to be serving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first. So you need that determination. You need to push yourself and that comes from you. And a understanding that this life is limited and you need to prepare your akhirah and you need to build your jannah. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to ask Allah, Allahumma, inni as'aluka thabat fil amr wal azimata ala rujd. Oh Allah, I ask you to keep me firm on this affair. Because if Allah does not keep you firm, you will go astray. So ask Allah this firmness and this determination, wal azimata ala rujd, to determine me upon guidance. So this is some, so read this dua and make the effort, push yourself, decide you are going to do better. It all starts with you. And if you're waiting for that magical hidayah that's going to come to you and all of a sudden one day you're going to become a better person, you have to work on it. And you have to build that progress and you build that. Now, building that doesn't mean you do it in an instant. It's gradual. Which is why the second thing that's going to help you become a better worshiper of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not overburdening or overexerting yourself, but rather having continuity and consistency in your worship. So the acts of worship that you want to do, let's say you hear a very powerful reminder on charity and you go home and you say, I'm going to give all my wealth in charity. May Allah reward you if you do that. But what is more beloved to Allah, if you do a small amount consistently. Similarly, if you say, I'm you have all that zeal and passion, I'm going to read the whole Quran this week. Allah loves it more if you would read something, a small portion, but do it regularly. The consistency is more beloved to Allah. The Prophet himself told us. When Aisha عنها, asked him, what are the most beloved deeds to Allah? He said, that which is consistent. Even if it is small. So when you are doing a small act of worship consistently, this builds your iman. You have a regular connection to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's less room for shaitan to dissuade you because you're doing something that you can manage. And then you build yourself gradually up to that. Do that with your sunnah prayers. Do that with your reading of the Quran. Do that with the charity that you give. Start small, but be consistent. The Prophet sallallahu said, don't be like this person. He used to pray at night and then he left it. Why did this person leave it? Because it was too difficult. They, they, 
were doing too much and the Prophet would sometimes speak to his companions and say, don't do too much ibadah. He came into the mosque one day and he saw a rope that was tied between two pillars. And he said, what is this rope for? And he was told, Zainab prays here. And when she gets tired, she holds herself on this rope and praying because she's too tired. And the Prophet ﷺ said, do from the deeds that which you can actually perform. And he said, when you're tired, go to sleep. So it's not all about overburdening yourself, whether that is a financial act of worship or whatever else. It is about doing it in a consistent basis. This has a better effect on your iman and is more beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The third thing, ikhwani filah, that will help you become a better worshiper, and we should all be invested in improving ourselves for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is building a connection with the book of Allah, the Quran. The Quran is a guidance for you and I. Read the Qur'an. Wallahi, there is so much barakah in just the recitation. Read the Qur'an, learn its meaning, ponder over it, and build a relationship with the book of Allah. Allah tells us, it is hudan lil muttaqin, a guidance to those who have taqwa. Allah tells us, inna hadha al-Qur'an, indeed this Qur'an, yahdi, it guides, lil aqam to that which is better and upright. So, you need to work on your recitation if you need to work on it. You need to work on your, the time you spend reading the Qur'an, the meanings of the Qur'an, uh, listening to the tafsir of it, reading the translation. Ask yourself, where am I today as it relates to my relationship with the book of Allah, the message that came from Allah, and how can I improve it? The fourth thing, ikhwani fillah, is suhbatul akhyar wa salihin. It is to have good friends. This is extremely important. We tend to give this advice to the younger ones. Make sure you're not hanging out with this person. Have good friends. This is a bad friend. But this goes for all of us here as well. What kind of people are we surrounding ourselves with? Do we have friends that are telling us to be better, to avoid the haram, to go to hajj? to pray more, to attend a class. What kind of people are you surrounding yourself with? Because you need good companionship. How many sisters that maybe are struggling to wear the hijab, one of, if all of their friends were doing it, it would have been a lot easier. And if similarly, if you, have, if you have not been learning the Quran, it is very likely that most of your friends aren't either. And if all of your friends are regular, going to a Quran halaqah or learning, then it is very likely that you would as well. In the end of the day, we are who our friends are. The Prophet ﷺ said this, The individual is upon the path and upon the way and upon the religion of their friend. Let one of you look at who you are befriending. So who are your close companions and what are they like? And perhaps it's time that you looked for better ones. But more importantly, look at yourself and ask yourself, what kind of friend am I? And am I the kind of friend that is good? And what is a good friend? It's described in the Quran by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When Allah described the believers, how we all should be. The believing men and the believing women to each other are awliya, guardians, friends, protectors. And what is their defining quality? If you read the ayah, They call towards good. They enjoin good and they forbid evil. This is the good friend. This is the believing man and the believing woman. So surround yourself and this will help elevate your ibadah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as well. In fact, Allah says in the Quran, Allah mentions that the friends in dunya will be enemies in the hereafter, except those who had taqwa. 
because those that had piety will have, would have reminded each other and they would be awliya to each other like mentioned in the previous ayah. The other point, ikhwan filah, that will help you become a better worshiper to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is dhikrul maut, is remembering death. Remembering death, it it puts things into perspective. We plan and we plan. It's very human to plan for the future. You are making all of these plans. Invest in this business. Send my child to this school. Move to this country. Finish this degree. And your plans always go further than your ajal, your death. And the Prophet told us, we, do you think people that die, they knew they were going to die? They didn't. So your plans, whatever plans you have, extend beyond your death. And you need to do, have that reality check often. The Prophet ﷺ said, min Mention the destroyer of pleasures often. Mention death. Because there is benefit in it. You will put your life into perspective. You will recalibrate and focus on your ibadah and what's really important and what really matters when you die in standing in front of Allah. Wallahi, these businesses will not matter. You will wish you have put all of your wealth in sadaqah. You wish you spend all of your time in dhikr. So remember death often. And one of the ways is attend funerals. Attend funerals. Follow the, the burials and remind yourself. And Imam al-Ghazali alayhi, mentioned that a sign that your heart has died, is that when death is mentioned, you feel nothing. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put life in our hearts. Ikhwani filah, among the things that will help you become a better worshiper of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the reading of the stories of the righteous. And that starts with the Quran, the stories of the prophets, the sahaba, of course, the tabi'een, the righteous people that came before us. We should look into their stories. Why is it that Abu Bakr was promised Jannah? What kind of life did he live? Before that the prophets, you want patience. Read the story of Ayyub. You want a connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and establish tawheed in your heart. Read Ibrahim alayhi salam. You want to know about how to go through the trials in life. Read the story of Yusuf alayhi salam. And all of the prophets, you can derive lessons from them that you can apply in your life. Similarly with the sahaba and the tabi'een. Our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa the best to have walked this earth, Allah tells him about so many prophets in Surah An'am, and then said, Allah. O Muhammad, those are the one whom Allah guided. Follow them in their guidance. If Rasulullah is being told to find inspiration to the prophets, why are we not learning and reading and spending time learning about the people that were righteous that came before us? This is one of the things that will give you that passion, that zeal, that energy to want to better yourself. May Allah make us among those that worship Him constantly. And may Allah forgive our shortcomings. Alhamdulillah. We should all be hoping to progress and to become better, and to develop ourselves, just like we are so heavily focused on developing ourselves in our dunya, we must focus on developing ourselves and becoming better. This means that you assess your prayer and see, can I improve it? You assess your Quran recitation, can I improve it? You assess your knowledge, can I improve it? And all of this is in service of you becoming a better servant to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is what we need to focus on, developing ourselves and becoming better worshippers. We mentioned that you should have determination, that you should be consistent, that you should focus on the Quran because all of the guidance is in the Quran, like Allah mentioned, that you should surround yourself with good companions, that you should remember death often, 
and that you should read the stories of the righteous of the past. All of this is things that we should focus on. But you should also remember your guidance comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So ask Allah to guide you often. Raise your hands. And when you make dua, just like you make dua for yourself, for your wealth, for your health, for your children, the most important thing you should be asking Allah is hidayah, guidance. Right? Think about it. The one surah we must repeat every single day in every single salah is Surah Al-Fatiha. What do we ask Allah in Surah Al-Fatiha? We ask Allah, إِهْدِنَا الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمُ Allah, guide us to a straight path. Ask Allah guidance. Ask Allah to aid you in worshipping Him. Which is why we say, إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُوا O Allah, You alone we worship. وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ And You alone we ask help of. Because, O oh Allah, we cannot worship You if You do not aid us. And then we say, guide us to the straight path. إِهْدِنَا الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمُ So ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to aid you and make that dua. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam one time said to Mu'adh ibn Jabal, among his most beloved companions, he said, Ya Mu'adh, wallahi inni lu'uhibbuk. Oh Mu'adh, I swear by Allah, I love you. فَلَا تَدْعَنَّ دُبْرَ كُلِّ صَلَاةِ Do not leave off after every, towards the end of every prayer, except that you say, اللَّهُمَّ أَعِنِّي عَلَى ذِكْرِكَ O Allah, aid me in remembering you and mentioning you. اللَّهُمَّ أَعِنِّي ذِكْرِكَ وَشُكْرِكَ And to be grateful to you. وَحُسْنِ عِبَادَتِكَ And to worship you well, and to worship you correctly. And to worship Allah correctly, which is what we are talking about today, you need to focus on all of the things that we've mentioned. Ikhwani fillah, one of the things that will aid you in worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and might be hindering you from worshiping Allah is sins. So staying away from them will help you become a better worshiper. And sinning often will push you back. Wallahi, what kept us behind. If you see others excelling in khair and others are not, what has weighed you down is your sins. What has weighed you down is your sins. And sometimes we are sinning and sinning and sinning. And we do not realize that the fact that Allah does not give us the tawfiq to repent is a punishment within itself. So avoid sins, ikhwani fillah. Wallahi, a lot of khayr that you could have done will be prevented because of your choice to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The more obedience you do, it will open doors of khayr for you. And the more you're disobeying, it will close those doors. This is why it's all about your iman. Your iman increases with good deeds and it decreases with bad deeds. So avoid sins. Can we avoid all sin? No, we cannot. So what do we do? If you do sin, plan A is to not sin. Plan B is to repent if you do. Repent often. The Prophet taught us that we should repent. And he would repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more than 70 times a day. So, make it part of your life that you're regularly repenting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Finally, ikhwani fillah, we need to strive to go to the highest place possible. We need to strive to become awliya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those that are the nearest to Allah. And we should aim for that. Aim for that. And the Prophet taught us how to become the best type of worshipper. And the Prophet told us that the way you do that through the Hadith Al-Qudsi is by focusing on the obligations. Master the obligations. The things that are wajib upon you. There's nothing more beloved to Allah than when you do that which is obligatory. So that is your obligatory fasting, your obligatory hajj, your obligatory zakat, your daily five prayers, whether that is being dutiful to your parents, all the wajibat. Do those and do those well. And then... Add to that 
the recommended acts of worship and there are so many. And make that part of your life. Look at our Prophet's life, Ikhwani Fillah. Look at how much he used to pray outside of the five. How much you used to fast outside of Ramadan. This is how you should build your life. And if you do those two things, if you do the wajibat, and uh, the, the oblig- obligations, and you add on that other good acts of worship, charity and sunnah prayers, the night prayer, and all of this khayr that we are mentioning, if you do that, Allah promised that He will give you divine protection. Allah mentioned the hadith al-Qudsi, I will be the hand by which you grab and the feet that by which you walk. And this means Allah will put, protect you from sin and disobedience and guide you to repentance and you will live a life that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala giving you constant protection. And Allah is the best that protects. May Allah protect us from sin and guide us to that which is upright. These points, I hope that we take lessons from them and apply them to our lives and try and develop ourselves to become better worshippers. Sallu ala nabiyyukum kama amarakum Allahu ta'ala haythu qal inna allaha malaikatu yusalluna ala nabiy ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu tuslima Allahumma salli ala muhammad wa ala ala muhammad kama sallayta ala ibrahim wa ala ala ibrahim innaka hamidun majid wardi allahumma an khulafai al-arba'a abi bakrin wa umar wa uthmana wa ali wa an sa'il al-sahabat wa tabi'ina wa man tabi'ahum bi ihsani ila yawmiddin اللهم لا تفرق جمعنا هذا إلا بذنب مغفور وسعي مشكور وعمل متقبل مبرور اللهم إنا نسألك الثبات في الأمر والعزيمة على الرشد اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والعسيان وجعلنا من الراشدين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين يا رب العالمين اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكيها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها مولاها اللهم نصر المسلمين المستضعفين في كل مكان اللهم نسل المسلمين المستضعفين في كل مكان آمين يا رب العالمين وآخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين وآقم الصلاة This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org